This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kesha. And this is our 118th episode of Talk Direction. And oh my gosh, you may have noticed we have a special guest on the show. I know I mentioned this last episode, and I want to welcome the wonderful Kesha to the episode. How are you doing today, Kesha? I'm doing amazing. I'm finally on an episode. On an episode. I'm... Uh, this is a dream come true, honestly. Oh, oh that's so sweet. Um, I'm just so excited because I feel like, when was the first time that you listened, like when did we first connect on Twitter? When was the first time you listened to Talk Direction? Uh, I first listened to an episode in uh, August 2016. Wow. Uh, it was probably either a Made in AM uh, review Mm-hmm. or uh, Olivia uh, uh, song analysis. Oh, okay, and wow. Well, I think we first uh, started interacting on Twitter uh, when Another Man came out. <laughs> okay, yes, that was a good time. The Another Man magazine era was a very good time. Um, so, yeah, and you're coming all the way from Poland, right? Yeah, um, Poland, yeah. <laughs> this is my, my accent sounds like like this. <laughs> yes, it's wonderful. And I'm actually in England, so we're only an hour apart time difference-wise, so it's not, it was like pretty easy to organize this versus like when I was talking to Fishy when we did the Nile album review, it was like we had like a five and a half hour difference, and then whenever I'm recording with Kara, there's always a five hour difference, but we just have a one hour difference, so it's pretty chill, um, which is nice. No one's staying up too yeah. late. Like, Yesterday when I recorded with Kara, uh, it was, we started recording at like 12.30 a.m. for me and like stopped recording at like 2.30 a.m. So it was like pretty late. Um, <laughs> but this is a reasonable hour for all of us here. So that's good. Yeah. Um, so as I usually do when we have guests on, we're going to do like a little intro question so that we can all get to know Kesha a little bit more, her like 1D uh, profile, if you will. Um, the first question is, when did you get into One Direction and why? So, uh, the thing is, the first time I had an obsession with uh, 1D was uh, in, like, uh, in like February 2012. Uh, okay. And it was because uh, my cousin was, oh my god, they are so, the, look at this amazing band, they are so sweet and so cute and charming and everything. <laughs> and she showed me um, uh, one thing, uh, music video, and I was absolutely sold. Yeah. But it lasted for uh, about a month or two, mm-hmm. and I became a, just a casual listener. Mm-hmm. And... Um, in 2015, uh, I was just, I don't know, scrolling through Twitter. I was just scrolling through Twitter, and um, somebody was talking about a perfect music video, 
and mm-hmm. I like that song and I'm checking the music video and oh my god <laughs> I don't know what this did to me but I I was like I'm what have I done all this, all those years why yeah. haven't I pay more attention to this this voice oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I haven't uh, I haven't stopped fangirling since I don't know. This song isn't that great, but uh, <laughs> I love it. That <laughs> music video was really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. So that's so interesting. So, like, you got into them, and then, like, were a casual fan, and then once that music video hit, you, like, got really into them. Um, yeah, so that's, yeah. That's an interesting, like, timeline for you. Um, what's your favorite One Direction song, would you say? Oh. <sighs> This is always a hard question. I can't ever choose favorites, I but I, I'm gonna say this uh, it's Girl Mighty, mm. uh, because it's really a safe, safe choice. Uh, yeah. I love this song so much, but I'm, I have so many favorites. I love Happily, I love, oh my god, every song from Made in AIM. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to pick a favorite. I mean, you know as as well as us that we can never pick favorites on this podcast. Yeah. When we say favorite, we end up with like a top ten. So, you know, that's okay. You try to p- pick just one, and the list goes on. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. You're like, yeah. well, maybe I'm in like a no control mood, or maybe I'm in a girl almighty exactly. mood, or an Olivia <laughs> mood. So, it gets difficult. Um, do you have a favorite One Direction memory? It could be like the boys or something that happened for you in the fandom or like a concert experience. Uh, so I have two. Uh, one of mm-hmm. them just popped out uh, today on my time hop uh, because um, two years ago I participated in a, a big um, a Twitter war between uh, all the countries uh, we were tweeting uh, 1D, and I was tweeting uh, 1D PL because it stands for Poland, and everybody mm-hmm. else from Brazil was tweeting uh, 1D VR, uh, and we were trying to get, uh, um, we were trying to be the number one, mm. oh yeah, number one country, uh, and I spent. All, all day on Twitter <laughs> with, the, with the hashtag and looking at the list mm-hmm. and uh, we got almost to, to, to number one we were on uh, on number one for like I don't know hour mm-hmm. and then uh, Brazil surpassed us but uh, we we got an emoji I don't know <laughs> why we were tweeting so much but in the end we only got an, an emoji <laughs> it was so fun and I that felt sounds uh, fun. For, for the first time I felt uh, so united with the fandom yeah that's so f- fun because that's like so driven by the fandom and it's like all the fandom coming together like and it doesn't even have to necessarily be the boys you know it's just it's like yeah. fans being fans and like finding your part in the fandom so yeah. that's pretty cool <laughs> And um, the second thing I have to mention uh, is uh, my Harry concert. Uh, I went to uh, see Harry uh, on 7th of November, mm-hmm. and it was amazing, absolutely oh. amazing. That's, do you have like a, um, like one moment in the concert that you remember specifically? Uh, 
I best remember uh, jumping up and down during Kiwi. Kiwi. Yep. And uh, and the lights were blinding me, and he was jumping. I was jumping. It was crazy. Yeah. Did and he also, perform it twice for uh, you? No. Unfortunately, he only did no. once. Yeah. What were you but he was say? sick at the moment, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Second uh, favorite moment of the concert was when he jumped on the speaker, and I got to see him in in his the full self. Yes, from, from head to toe, it oh, was amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, because when you're up close, like you can't see his full body, you can't see like his legs. Yeah. So if he gets up higher, then you can see them. Because like at one D concerts, the stages are so much higher, so you can see the boys in full. But like. The stages are much lower at like the small venues, so it's hard to see them all the time. Um, and what do you yeah. think of the boys going solo? Have you liked them? Who's your like favorite solo artist? Like, what songs are your favorite so far? <coughs> uh, so I really love. Uh, obviously, I love uh, Harris music, but uh, I think Niall's uh, Niall's album is uh, is my favorite because it's so so uh, in my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't hard to get any, any of the of the songs. I just played them and I loved them from the first second to the last yeah. second of the album. I'm That's so good. Oh, and are you seeing Niall in concert, or have you seen him in concert? I'm planning to, but I don't want to. Um, this is why you have to come to his show in England and you can stay with me <laughs> and you, me, and Johanna, our other listener, uh, then can all go see him together. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on going on on at least one of the concerts, yeah. but I don't know how it will yeah. end up. I'm trying, yeah. though. He, I'm sure he'll, like do a lot more tours and like we, he doesn't hasn't announced all the like dates and stuff yet for different things and there's many more years to come so I'm sure you're going to get the chance to see him um, but yeah so uh yeah that's, so that's like your little uh profile um we're going to move on into news now we have two news stories for today the first one which will semi be old news by the time this episode comes out, but I thought, like, it'll be fun to discuss it anyways, <laughs> um, which is that Harry's performing at the Victoria Fashion, Victoria's Secret Fashion Show um, in Shanghai, and that one, it's like, they're, I think, I think it's actually happening in a couple days, or like, on Monday, or something like that, um, but it's not going to be showing until the 28th in the U.S. on CBS and I think on the 29th in the U.K., but, like, everything will be online, I'm sure. Um, and we'll probably, because, like, it's going to be happening before it's showing, we're going to know exactly what Harry's performed and, like, things that have happened um, based on, like, people being there. Um, but I thought before we know, we could discuss what songs we want him to perform and, like, which ones we think he will perform. So what do you think? And also, like, what are your feelings about him performing at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show in general? Because that's, like, a pretty, like, lots of stars perform there. Like, and it's a pretty, like, cool, like, runway live performance thing. So, yeah, what are your opinions on that? But do we know if he's the only one uh, to perform? Um, I think it's... Last couple of years, there were 
more people. Yeah, it there seems was like a collaboration between Fall Out Boy or uh, and Taylor Swift and yeah. It seems like um, uh, Katy Perry might be performing and uh, someone else I forget. So it, it seems like there's gonna be more than one person performing because yeah, usually they have a couple different people. Um, but yeah. So do you have any songs that you would like him to perform if he does? I mean, the obvious choice is only Angel. Yeah. It would be amazing if he performed that. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. Like, I mean, or woman. how could he not perform only Angel? It definitely has references to, like, Victoria's Secret Angels in it, to be honest. So I mean, he has to. I know, and I was like, he should do a mashup between Hey Angel and Only Angel. Like, I think that would be amazing, like, at some point. (laughs) And we would all die. Um, I doubt he will. He'll probably just perform his own music, but I thought that would be pretty cool. One Direction should have performed at the Victoria's Secret fashion show, and they could have done Hey Angel. That would have been awesome. Um, But, yeah, maybe Woman. I'm sure he'll perform Kiwi, because it's his new single. Um, So... But, like, then I'm, like, if he only performs two songs, he might do, like, Kiwi and Sign of the Times. I don't know. But, like, I mean, it would be such a, like, missed opportunity not to perform Only Angel. Like, for real. Or maybe he can do a mashup with with another artist, like, like I've already said, um, Taylor did with um, Paul the Boy. Yeah. Maybe... If Katy Perry is performing, I don't know how would they mix any of the songs, but <laughs> I I'm no up idea. for it. I know, I'm down for it. I was talking about different collaborations I want to see on a Talk Direction download the other day. Like, I think Carrie should do some collaborations with some other artists. Now that, like, we've gotten his solo stuff and, like, just him, I'm like, okay, now I want to see him, like, sing with some other artists, because I think that would be cool. Um Especially if we're not, like, getting an album from him for a while. It's like he can still put out, like, collaboration singles um, or something, because I would like that very much. That would be amazing. Um, (laughs) What do you think he's going to wear? Probably if he wears a suit, like, it'll be not something we've seen, right? Yeah, that would be weird if he uh, wore another uh, of those concert suits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there has to be another one. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. Uh, Maybe he'll wear... On Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I've read on Twitter, like, yesterday, uh, someone was saying, uh, and I quote, uh, Harry has to uh, show his uh, titties out <laughs> again. <laughs> but I don't yes. think that's going to happen because of the suits. Yeah. He sticks to it, like, crazy. Ma- Maybe he'll wear a suit jacket and then take it off and have, like, a sheer shirt underneath, like, something, like, a little bit lacy, you know, to, like, go with the lingerie look. (laughs) Something with angels on it. That would be cool. Angel wings. Like, if he wore a pair of wings, I would die, literally. He definitely should. Because there are those, those, like, gifts and pictures of him at that, like, One Direction concert a long time ago where he wore angel wings. So... I feel like we deserve, like, 2.0 Harry as an angel. <laughs> we um, do. But, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be so exciting, though. I can't wait to get this, like, footage. Because also, like, singers often, like, interact with the people on stage. And, like, Harry should totally do a model walk. 
Um, he could totally be a model. So I'm excited to see what comes out of this. Yes. Um, okay, so then the next one is that Louis debuted a new song. He performed at the Key 103 Live in Manchester um, at a big arena. Um, and he sang Little Black Dress, which was amazing. Um, did you think this was like a good One Direction song for him to choose to cover? I thought it was great. I didn't expect him to choose that song, but it, suit, it suited him perfectly. And mm-hmm. he did f- fabulous job. Yeah, I agree. And it almost sounded like the version that One Direction did, like, as if, like, he was the one who had, like, the lead vocal in Little Black Dress, just because it sounded so similar to the one that 1D had recorded. Yeah. <coughs> um, but that was awesome. And I'm glad, I feel like it did fit really well, and he was able to sing it really well. Um, and I wonder why he decided to choose that one. Maybe it's one that he, like, felt more comfortable with or like felt more like he uh wrote it or like related to it more I guess um yeah maybe and and then what did you think of his new song he performed a new song called Miss You which he said was going to be his new single coming out in like the next couple weeks um which I'm sure we'll be discussing in full but what did you think of it just from the live performance uh this is probably my favorite song of his so far I know yes. he wasn't saying this with every uh, every song he's putting up, uh, yeah. out, but uh, this is legitimately my favorite. Yeah, um, like I, uh, his uh, past songs, I I like them, liked them, mm-hmm. and I listened to them, but never like when I was alone. I no, nah, there were there were they. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they are great, but like um, I keep forgetting about them. And this mm-hmm. one, I I was uh, singing along uh, to to it uh, by the end of the song, and I was it was it got stuck in my head for for the rest of the day. I feel like that's such a good way to tell like how music will stick with you, because like that happens to me too. Like you know, I'll listen to an artist's song when they come out, but then after that, you just kind of, like, have new music that comes out, or you, like, don't put it on your playlist, and you forget that there's, like, that song, but when you really like a song, you listen to it so much, and I feel like that's such a good way to, like, determine, like, how much a song means to you, like, how often it gets stuck into your head, how often are you, like, oh my god, I need to listen to it, type of thing, um, yeah, so I'm excited for this one, I thought it sounded great, and, I want to have the studio version. And this is the first one that's, like, just Louie, which is awesome, because he's done really cool collaborations with, like, BB Rexa and, I mean, with Steve Aoki, it was a collaboration, but it was just Louie singing. Um, but now we just get, like, a fully Louie song, which is cool, so I'm excited about that. So <coughs> I was thinking, uh, because that uh, there is a part in after second verse, I think, when he raps, sort of, Mm-hmm. And I, it was really weird, uh, <laughs> and I thought maybe maybe this is maybe he's uh, rapping the part of of somebody else again. I hope not. I hope this is yeah. only him, but we will see. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool because like sometimes they like re-release things with um, like someone featured on it, so that could be really cool. 
um, having like someone rap on it. Like La- Liam has on Strip That Down had Quavo featured on it, who did the rap bit. Um, I wonder what Louis will do. I don't remember the rap because I only listened to it like once, but I have to go back and listen and like hear him because I remember it was a bit like talky, like it was like an eh, interesting exactly. style. Yeah. Um, also, Louis won the you, for the MTV Europe Europe Music Awards um, EMAs. He won Best UK and Ireland Act, which was so cool. And he like left a really nice message on um, Instagram saying like how much it meant to him because this was his first win for a solo award. Um, and I thought that was really cute. And then Liam performed "Strip That Down" at the EMAs as well. Did you see Liam's performance of "Strip That Down"? Uh, I've seen bits. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think he's getting better with every performance. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely now used to, to his dancing. Yeah, I know. For the first time. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny because like, we'd never see him dance before, and now it's like becoming way more normal, which is so strange. So strange. I, I thought it was so good. And it was also like, because I watched the whole performance. It's online somewhere. Um and it was so weird to see him as a solo artist up in front of, like, this huge stadium because, like, a stadium is more like what One Direction was doing when they, like, went on hiatus. And so, like, we've seen Niall and Harry at, like, smaller shows, besides Niall doing, like, the big, like, um, jingle ball tours and stuff. Um, but it was just so weird to see, like, Liam up there on the, his own, and I was just picturing, like, him touring alone and, like, having backup dancers, and it was just so different from like what One Direction did, but it looked so awesome. Like the lighting is really cool and the dancers are really cool. So um, I think he's doing well. Definitely. Um, And that's it for news. And so we're going to move on to the main discussion, um, which is all about On The Loose. We are finally getting to discuss this song in full. As you guys know, Niall sung it live for the first time much earlier in the summer, but we were like, oh, we won't discuss it because we're going to probably get a studio version soon. And then Niall never put out the studio version for and forever and ever until we got the actual album. Um, so we have finally been able to discuss it now. And Kesha, you chose this song to discuss. Why did you want to discuss this one off Niall's album in particular? Um... It was the first song of his. I was uh, absolutely from the first second. I was. This is my type of music. This yeah. is exactly what I wanted from him. I really liked uh, this town, but um, like with uh, Louis's songs, uh, I was. I kept forgetting about it. It it was mm-hmm. cute and for the moment, but not very memorable. Yeah. Uh, and on the loose was. Fantastic. Yeah. Did we get this one before or after Slow Hands? Um, I'm not sure. We got on the loose uh, in May. And I'm, okay. I don't know when we got Slow Hands. Yeah, I don't remember. Timelines are hard. But yeah, I remember hearing this for the first time and being like, oh my gosh, this is so good. I need the studio version. Because, like, I downloaded the live version uh, onto my phone, and, like, that's what I listened to. Um, But it's not the same, because then you have, like, the crowd noises, and it's not as good quality and type stuff. Um, Yeah, having a studio version has finally been nice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yep. 
Uh, before we like get fully into On the Loose, just like what were your, I mean, you sort of said it already, you loved Niall's album, right? Yeah. And like, what was your favorite songs and least favorite off his album? Um, I don't think I have a least favorite song. Uh, it's more of the type of situation when I just don't listen to this to a song, but it's not because mm-hmm. I don't like it. It's because like this town, I I I, oh, I have already uh, heard it a million times. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just skipping them, but. Depends on the mood. Everything, yeah. Uh, my favorite got to be uh, Fire Away mm. and On the Loose and yeah. The Tide and yeah. On My Own <laughs> and The Loose Goes On and On. <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah, definitely Fire Away, On the Loose, Slow Hands, and On My Own, I think, are my top. Um, so we've got pretty similar ones. Um Fireway just is so pretty. Oh my gosh. So I can't wait to discuss that one at some point in the future. Um, so we're discussing On the Loose now. And this one was written by Niall, Julian Benetta, and John Ryan, both of whom wrote with 1D. They are classic One Direction songwriters, have been around forever. We know them quite well. Um, and I think, has Niall mentioned this one being personal or not? I saw someone say, like, he had his own meaning for it, but I don't think ever it was one of the ones where he, like, was like, oh, yeah, this is super personal, like, fire away and on my own and, um, like, Flicker. too much to ask. Flicker, yeah. yeah. I feel like this wasn't one, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah. It's more of, like, a fun one. I know he said, like, it's one of his favorites on the album just because it's, like, so fun, and I think he had a fun time making it. Like, sort of, like, um, Slow Hands is just, like, fun, and he (laughs) had a good time making it, and maybe it doesn't have, like, some, like, super deep personal meaning, but it's, like, a good time. Um, All right, so let us go on to the lyrical analysis for On the Loose, Um, starting with the title... Um, what do you think of the title on the loose as a title? I like it. It's obvious because yeah, <laughs> he's saying on the loose so many times during the song. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't obs- I didn't know what to expect when I first um, heard it. I I, mm-hmm. I I thought this uh, this might be more uh, more a bit more. Um, like rocky sound mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't it's, it's pretty chill yeah, yeah. I like the, the, the title yeah it reminds me of What a Feeling from One Direction's music it's like that same kind of like chill funky vibe that I yeah. get from it um, yeah I think it's a solid title nothing too like mysterious about it definitely he says it a lot in the song it's not like kiwi where we were like okay well he doesn't say (laughs) kiwi so what does it mean like you know it's on the loose it's in the song um okay so the first verse i know what she's like she's out of her mind and wraps herself around the truth she'll jump on that flight and meet you that night make you tear up the room so for me, it seems like he has some sort of experience and like some, some sort of negative experience with this girl right off the bat where she's kind of a bit maybe like a bit wild. I don't know if that's the right word, but like maybe she does some things that are not so nice. Um, she's out of her mind. 
Like, this lyric could be, like, she's, like, kind of a bit, like, not not super nice, maybe. Like, she's... But it also could be, like, she's out of her mind, like, she's out of her mind beautiful or out of her mind, like, cool. Um, and... But she I'm also, like... Out of her... Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, or she's out of her mind b- because she's so uh, eager to be with him. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Because, like... It definitely seems like, you know, she'll jump on that flight, she'll meet you that night, like, it's like she wants to, she's, like, doing everything to be with you, um, and, like, determined to do it, but then also, like, she's got this sort of shadiness around her that, like, she wraps herself around the truth, which I think is cool the way he says that, like, she wraps herself around the truth, like, an interesting way to say, like, she's not really telling the truth, or she's kind of bending the truth, and like, almost spinning her web of lies. I always, like, throughout the song, when I was, like, dissecting it, I kept thinking of, like, you know, a spider with her web and, like, creating this web of lies and, like, sort of dragging, like, people in only to, like, you know, play with them or whatever. Um, What what did your... What was your interpretation of this first verse? Uh, Yeah, I thought the same. She's definitely very passionate. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Were you gonna say something? No, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like the make you tear up the room thing, like that definitely seemed like kind of sexual to me, like tear up a room, but also kind of like, you know, makes you go crazy and makes you feel like, you know, you're confused and like the mind games or whatever a bit like making you feel like you know, you're, like, on the loose as well, and you can't yeah. really handle your feelings, or, like, you are, like, you tear up the room could be, like, in a sexual way, but it also could be, like, in a, you're so frustrated, you just, like, want to throw the pillows around or something. Like, is that how you interpreted that line? Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what I thought. Maybe they are arguing because after being so passionate about mm-hmm. everything, they they just ruined the, 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 the room. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like, you know, um, perfect when they're, like, messing up the hotel rooms and whatnot. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's connections there. Um, but, yeah, I like what you said, passionate. Like, I feel like there's a lot of emotion definitely driving this song, like, in its heightened emotion. Um, it's not, like, just... Despite, like, the, you know, sort of chill sound of the song, there's definitely, like, heightened emotion and, like, intensity um, that's happening. Um, anything else about this verse that you have? Nope. Um, so then the next one, uh, is she loves when everybody's watching. This is the pre-chorus, I think. Um, she loves when everybody's watching. She knows the way her body moves. She loves the way they all crawl back when she says she loves nobody else but you. Um, so what did you think of this one? Um... Hmm. Um, she, I've said it before on Twitter. I would love to have so much confidence as this woman, because <laughs> yeah. she she can do whatever she wants, and uh, she makes everyone uh, do um, do what what she wants. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely very. Yeah, yeah. yeah you go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, she just no, no, no. seems like. <laughs> Sorry, I think there's a delay, so like we end up start talking over each other. 
You go and finish what you were saying, and then I'll talk. No, 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 no. I, I, yeah. You had nothing else to say. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I feel like there's, um, she has a lot of, um, like, confidence, like you said, and she's very, like, you know, she does what she wants, and she doesn't really, like, care about what other people think. Like, she likes when people like watch her and she knows the way her body moves like I thought that definitely um the like she likes she knows the way her body moves like she knows she looks good or she knows she can dance well or she knows like if it's more of a sexual thing like she knows what she does to other people um and like she's proud of it and she's like she loves it um and she loves the the way they all crawl back when she says she loves nobody else but you. It's almost like she's kind of, like, playing people. Like, she's got them all, like, at the end of her, like, web, and she's, like, dragging them in, and she can sort of, like, make them feel like they think they're the most important person in the world. But for her, it's not really that they're the most important person. It's just, like, almost a bit of a game, I guess. I don't know. It's also, like, you have to think of it as Niall's perspective, too. So, like, maybe he's seeing this woman as someone who you know draws all this attention and like likes to be in the spotlight um but maybe isn't being so truthful but like and like maybe that's more of like I don't know feminist perspective not as great of a narrative but like the woman herself seems pretty cool and like pretty confident and um she seems like a badass in my in my mind um yeah yeah. Yeah. Like um, what when, I was, when when I was first listening to 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 the song, I was very conflicted because uh, he portrays her like not uh, not a very good person. But yeah, yeah, I love the fact that she's uh, she's so confident. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's what Karen and I were saying about Kiwi is like you have to there's there's the perspective of Harry writing this woman and it seems like he writes her in a very, like, stereotypical male gaze kind of way, but then, like, the woman herself is pretty cool. So, like, the woman in this, like, despite whatever Niall's, like, putting on to her and describing her as, like, not so great of a person and also, like, that side of, like, um, just because she's, like, a woman who's, like, beautiful and confident doesn't mean she's, like, a bad person. Like, just because, you know, people are attracted to her doesn't mean it's, like, her own fault and, like, her own... Like, she's a bad person because, you know, like, people think that they have something with her, but they don't actually. Like, it's not her fault. So, like, then you have to look at it from, like, her perspective and be like, okay, but she's an awesome woman. She's really confident. You know, she's, like, driving this. Besides whatever, like, the perspective from Niall is, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, the, if he, uh, he can't... Uh like um communicate with her uh well that's mm-hmm. his problem not hers <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it's like both sides yeah it's like he see- this is the way he's seeing her as someone who like plays with everyone's hearts and is kind of like bad and like you know is like sort of like a tease which is just such a horrible like depiction of a woman and whatever this is how he's seeing her but like in reality like just like you said it's his own fault like just because you're having problems or just because she doesn't like you that's not her fault that's your fault sir like um so yeah that's a really interesting point um but uh 
Yeah, so anything else about this, or should we move on to the chorus? No, I think I'm okay. Okay, cool. So then we have, she's on the loose, she's coming, she's coming, she's on the loose, she's coming, she's coming for you. She's on the loose, she's coming, she's coming, she's on the loose, she's coming, she's coming for you. And I got to say, first off, Niall's voice sounds so good on these parts. I love those falsetto notes. Literally, it sounds like Liam. So, like, I don't even know if Niall's the one doing those. But, like, dang, that does sound like Liam. What did you think of, like, all those falsetto bits? Yeah, exactly. I I thought he sounded exactly like Liam. I was really shocked (laughs) when I heard the the studio version. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Does he do that in the, or does someone do it in the live versions? I forget. Uh, I think someone from the band does this. Yeah, it's, that's what yeah. I would assume, because he's probably singing, like, the main part at that point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I loved this part, and I love that you could hear it so clearly on these, and you couldn't hear it as much in, like, the live version that I have on my phone, at least. Um mm-hmm. So I really appreciated that when I was listening to the studio version to get, like, those cool falsetto, like, background noises. Um, And then, so when we have the the title here, She's On The Loose, She's Coming, She's Coming, to me, like, On The Loose is almost like, like, she's kind of like this wild animal that has escaped and she's on the loose and, like, she's coming to get you and you have to, like, be afraid and run away, Um, almost like she's on the prowl. Um, and again, there's, like, that conflict in me of, like, Niall saying, like, just because she's, like, you know, like, trying to, like, be with someone, it doesn't mean she's, like, a predator or, you know, she's a wild animal. It just means, like, maybe she likes having a good time. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But, uh... It kind of reminded me about uh, wolves. It's like yes. she's one of she's one of the wolves, mm-hmm. and That's but so this time true. nobody nobody can uh, save him from from the wolf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that comparison. That's that's so good. That would be an interesting like um like episode mashup to talk about wolves and on the loose. Because in wolves it was like driven by like all these guys trying to get at your heart and in this one it's like she's the wolf trying to get at Niall's heart or whatever it is um that's it's like a flip-flop sort of situation um and then I thought like this other narrative which I guess you you were the one who said this on Twitter about like her being instead of maybe like a love story you see it as almost like a spy superwoman type thing uh, no, it was about what a feeling. Oh, about what a feeling. Yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh well, when that that when I was just thinking of that when you and like him putting it onto this song, like it felt like that to me too. And maybe there's yeah, like yeah, there's like fits too, yeah, because it almost seems like you know, she's on the loose, she's, like, maybe, um, if we're looking at it, like, forget the whole love story, like, what if she's, like, a secret agent, or, like, you know, maybe, like, an evil, like, 
person, like an evil, like in a superhero movie, but she's like the bad yeah. person. And it's like she like ropes people in thinking that they're like, you know, friends or she's good. Um, but then really she's not and she's tricking you and you think she's on your side. I, I could see him totally have like writing this after watching like some like, you know, movie uh, yeah. where he like now I'm thinking of the movie Sky High. Did you ever see that? No, I'm afraid not. It's a it's a great movie, but like the the evil character is a a woman, and um, it's like she ropes in the guy to believe that she's like his girlfriend, and they like she's nice and all this, but really she's evil and she's like trying to take over the world. So oh. maybe Niall was watching like Sky High as he wrote this, <laughs> um, uh-huh. and and I feel like I like that story better. Or like like I was saying like the whole spider like spinning her web, like she could be like. Is Black Widow... I don't know what that character is. Is that a good character or a bad character? I don't she, know. Um, she's, she's a good oh. character, but she's, oh. uh, like, um, she depends... Oh, my God, my friend is going to kill me. <laughs> uh, she loves she loves Marvel, and, and I'm totally blacking out on everything. <laughs> she loves uh, um, Black Widow. Uh, uh Depends on the situation. She has her own um, truth, uh, okay. which she, she she acts in. So, for some, Could this in some situations she can be she can be uh, seen as as a bad person. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not, sure. not someone who knows anything. But maybe he was watching like. Black Widow, and this is how he got inspired. I don't know. <laughs> like, it definitely seems like there could be, like, besides the love story, it could be, like, a super, like, uh, spy or something where it's, like, I like that narrative. I think that one's interesting. Um, or I was also thinking it could just be, like, instead of an actual woman, it's just, like, the woman is representing, like, love in general, um, and, like, we know from Niall's song, On My Own, he talks about, like, like just, like, wanting to be alone and, like, the pressures of society telling you you're supposed to be with someone. Um, and, like, this could be, like, love in general is sort of, like, what she represents and, like, you know, it's trying to draw you in um, and, like, that idea of love you crave and you want that, but in the end it turns out not really to be, like it doesn't, like, work out in the end, and it kind of, like, leaves you broken a bit. Um, so I was thinking, like, what else the woman could represent besides just, like, an actual woman. It could be, like, a symbol for love in general. That's uh, interesting. I haven't thought yeah. about that. I like that. I was, I was trying to come up with something that maybe wasn't as, like, uh, sexist. <laughs> no. Right. Um, um, yeah. Um, anything else about this um, this chorus bit? Um, I don't think so. We already said he he's portraying her like she's a predator, but yeah, is she really? I know, right? She's just living her own life. Like, leave her alone, you know? Like, she's on the loose, living her own life. She's not necessarily a predator. She's not necessarily spinning a web of lies. It might just be that, like you're misinterpreting her or like she's living her own goddamn life and you're the one that's like making up things in your head or you're the one seeing her as like something evil when really she's not and she's not like lying to you she's just like enjoying herself and like being herself so 
um, I'd love to hear what other people think of that as well. Because, like, I love the song, but I also, like, am like, well, like, who says she's bad just because, you know, she has, like, lots of different guys that she seems to like and be into, you know? Exactly. Um, okay, so then we have the next bit, which is the bridge, I think, um, which is, she'll dance in the dark, a real work of art, her eyes could burn down the room, so get out while you can, you don't understand, she doesn't know how to lose. Um, and there's some fun wavy guitar bits in the background here that I liked. I think like the guitar throughout are really cool and where it goes like, near, 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 like, like that was a terrible guitar sound, <laughs> but like it gets all like wavy sounding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that sounded really cool. Um, what did you think of this verse? It's kind of a repetition of, uh, what he already uh, said before. Like mm-hmm. uh, she she loves the way um, oh, well, I'm lost. Uh, one one second. Uh, she'll dance in the dark. A real work of art. Uh, mm-hmm. She she loves uh, the 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 way uh, the way she moves. Her body moves. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, she's feeling confident again. Mm-hmm. And uh, her eyes could burn down the room. It's like a repetition of uh, the line about uh, her being out of her mind. Mm, kind of yeah. similar. Yeah. And and but I this thought time that line... We, we got you go ahead. This time we got uh, the fire imagery more. Mm, yeah. More intense. Mm-hmm. It like it seems like the passion is building or the emotion is building here, um, especially like with the way he sings it. He's very like, um, it's like getting loud. Oh, this is a verse, not the the bridge. I made a mistake, but like I feel like it's building definitely with like the fire imagery and um, that type of thing. Um, and yeah, I thought like a real work of art was almost like kind of a throwaway line. I didn't love the the rhyming of dark and art I thought it was like (laughs) maybe he could have thought of like something a little bit more interesting to say um than being like she's a real work of art um just in terms of like songwriting it's not like the most impressive songwriting lines um but I do love the line her eyes could burn down the room I think that's a lot cooler um because it's like often songs talk about like oh beautiful eyes but rather than that it's like her eyes could burn you like it's like it's so much more like intense um, and yeah. volatile. Um, she seems and it dangerous. Fits so nice. Yeah, and it fits so nice with the rest of the album when he mentions fire a lot. Oh yeah, and that's so true. That's so true. That would be another great episode of like looking at all the ways Niall uses fire because we've done that with One Direction songs. Um, but he definitely does, like, fire away, flicker, like, it's all about this, like, fire feel, and there's this and this song, and then there's a lot of water, too, I feel like fire and water as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I thought, like, the whole her eyes could burn down the room thing could be, like, you know, like, superhero powers, where people have, like, laser eyes, (laughs) and they can, like, cut, like, walls open with their eyes, I thought, like, you know, perhaps this is part of the movie he was watching, where whoever it was had, like, laser beam eyes, or just, like, that he made up this sort of super, 
um, evil character person who's, like, dangerous, um, could burn down a room with her, like, evil eyes, um, and he definitely seems to, like, be giving a warning, like, so get out while you can, like, maybe it's not too late for you, like, quick, run away, um, um, and, like, I like that you don't understand, almost like he's, like, in a conversation with someone who's arguing back to him and being, like, no, 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 it's different for me, I swear, she's fine, like, or, like, she really does care about me, and he's, like, no, you don't understand, like, <laughs> she doesn't know how to lose, like, she's going to, like, tear you apart, um, what did you yeah. think about the line, she doesn't know how to lose, like, how did you interpret that? Um, well, um... <laughs> Um, she will get uh, she will get whatever she 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 wants whatever she needs. Yeah, uh, it's again the continuation of 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 what he said before. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. 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 Me too. It's like she doesn't know how to lose. She's gonna get what she wants. Like in terms of the love sto- story, it's like <clears throat> she doesn't necessarily care who she hurts along the way, and she wants to be in control. Um, but also then like the um, other story of, like, the superhero or super evil Uh. villain person, um, villain is the word I've been trying to think of, (laughs) villain, um, like, she doesn't know how to lose, like, she often wins, and she's either, like, a sore loser, poor loser, where you could still get hurt in the end, even if she does lose a battle, like, she's Uh. gonna make sure you get burned, uh, with her evil eyes, um, and, like, she's not gonna just, like, take back whatever narrative it is the love storyline too she's not going to sit back and take it she's gonna like make sure she gets what you want just like what you said yeah yeah Yeah, i really love uh, that uh superhero uh movie we're we're (laughs) creating right now (laughs) she she's burning down the room and so uh, niall is talking to somebody uh who wants to go inside but no 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 stop (laughs) This is typical, yeah. typical, typical uh, scene from, from this kind of movie, I think. Yeah. And don't I mean, understand. I feel like Stay away from that. <laughs> I feel like we need to come together as a fandom and, like, figure out if there was a movie he was watching and, like, if there was something that somehow fits into <laughs> all these, like, little parts. Someone who, like, shoots laser beams out of their eyes and, like you know, manipulates people into thinking that, you know, she's on their side, and then in the end, she's not, and she, like, tears people down and gets what she wants. Um, There's got to be something in there, maybe just in his head. Maybe that's whatever. Because, like, Niall always said his inspiration could come from, like, whatever. It's not necessarily, like, a personal story. It could be from, like, you know, a couple he saw on a train or... You know, someone he saw in a, a cafe. A cafe, yeah. So you never know where these things Maybe. are coming from. I'm going to need to ask my uh, superhero movie uh, friend. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. definitely do it. And get back to us on Twitter because I need to know. I need the answers. Um, okay, so then we have the chorus again. Was there anything different you had about this chorus than the other one? No, I think it's the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we have the next part, which is, is this the, is this the, maybe this is the bridge. 
Uh, guys, don't ask me about parts of songs. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Um, I think anyways, it is the bridge, though. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, she'll run with your mind and pull you in tight, then trade you in for something new. I know what it's like. I fell for it twice, and now I'm just warning you. And I lo- this is the part where I love how, like, intense Niall gets he's like shouting it and like it gets like growly and shouting and also like the music like goes quieter so you can really hear his voice like up front um and it's like sort of throughout the song he's been hinting at the fact that like he fell for it and like because he's like warning everyone off this person but now he's like admitting to the fact that he fell for it twice like and you know that saying of like you, you like, you, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. It's like he, he fell for her lies twice, and now he's, like, trying to save other people from falling into her web. Um, and because she, I, lo- I love that line, she'll run with your mind and pull you in tight. I think that's really cool. That's some good songwriting there. It's like, she'll run with your mind, she'll take she'll make you believe what she wants to and like play mind games and trick you and pull you in tight like thinking that you you know that you're in good terms and if it's the love story that she loves you and if it's not like I mean it could still in the superhero version it definitely seems like it could be a love thing too where she pretends that she's in love with you and makes you feel like you're on the same side and that she'll take care of you um but then like when it's convenient for her she'll trade you in for someone new and it's not really you that she cares about it's whatever like that she wanted um uh yeah yeah and it's like and then she she'll was, pull you in touch yeah oh sorry no no uh you go ahead you go ahead it, <laughs> uh, it's like she will uh, she will pull him in tight and cur- again with uh, the whole web thing. Uh, yeah, he will feel like he's uh, he's on good terms with her, but he mm-hmm. will cover him with all, all the web and and um, uh, he will become her her position. Oh yeah, or that yeah, <laughs> or, or, or she will trade him for some something new. Yeah. Like, uh, she already has a nice package. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> already wrapped um, in, in the web, yeah. Yep. Just a nice piece to eat on. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it definitely, yeah, I, that web imagery just works so well for all of it. Because, um, like, it's like you feel comfortable, you th- feel like you're wrapped up warm, but really you're not, and you're being constricted, and you don't even know it. Um, and, like, you just get so captivated by her, and Niall's like, I fell for it twice. I know what it's like. I know where you've been. Like, I I was there. He's really trying to convince this person, like, you, I, you think that you're okay, but trust me, I've been there. You're not okay. Like, I'm warning you. He's trying to, like, tell people, um, like, get out. Like, I'm warning you. This is not safe. Um, or, you know, the love story, yeah. which is, like, you know, the she isn't necessarily ready to settle down with one person and you might be on different pages with that um, type of thing. But, yeah. Did you have other things no. about this uh, bridge? Um, no. No. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. Uh, this part. <laughs> okay, cool. So then it goes into 
um, the she loves and everybody's watching bit, and then it ends with she's on the loose, she's coming, she's coming, um, and then just she's on the loose, she's on the loose. Um, and it's almost as if, like, in these parts, because, like, you can hear his voice so well, it's very, like, airy sounding, and it's like he's whispering, and it's like being carried in the wind. Um, like, uh, I don't know, it sounds really cool. I like the way he says, like, these parts. It just sounds cool, and I think it ends off the song, like, well, it's like this final warning of she's on the loose, and here she comes, and yeah. you can't stop it, and you better run, because she's coming for you, and, like... I just, like, picture someone, like, in a city at night, like, trying to run away from this evil, like, villain coming for you, and there's, it's all dark, and there's shadows, and Niall's, like, voice is whispering in the night, she's coming, she's coming, like, look alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, like, the, uh, like, uh, or, like, she's, uh, back again to the uh, wolf imagery, uh, like, mm. uh, the wolf uh, coming from the forest and he's like uh, have you ever uh, watched or uh, listened to a uh, cast recording of uh, Into the Woods? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite uh, I love that oh. I love that musical like uh, like he's uh, the nar- na- narrator here uh, like uh, they're going uh, she, she's walking through the woods and and uh, like the narrator is is telling the uh oh I'm what am I saying even uh <laughs> like wait like with Little Red Riding Hood when the wolf is there uh no 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 uh like the narrator is uh like singing or uh talking about what is going on in the story and she's like the wolf nobody is ex- expecting her but he's uh, warning everybody. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so the, narra- yeah, the narrator, like, has the perspective of, like, knows what's going on, but, like, the characters yeah. don't actually know yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, I, yeah, that I was, love that, that movie. True. That that movie and the soundtrack is so good. I've listened to that one just, like, on its own. Um, James Corden is in it. Um, what's her name? Meryl uh, Streep. There's a lot of... Meryl Streep, yeah. Emily uh, Blunt, I think. Yep. Christine. Such a good cast. Yeah. Uh, so Amazing. good. And, like, the songs are all great. Um, yeah. It's a very, like, quirky musical. Like, it's kind of odd, but it works in yeah. the end. There's a lot of twists and turns where you're like, what the hell? What? Just that? <laughs> oh, Anna Kendrick is in it, too. Yeah. Um, and it's all, it's a good one. Uh, but yeah, especially like that whole wolf thing, um, like the wolf character in general too, like there's definitely like connections, like that feeling of like the creepiness, um, yeah. predatory creepiness and like this song too. Um, but uh, yeah, do you have anything else about the lyrics and like the ending here? No, um, no, yeah. So yeah, that was the the whole song. I feel like there's so many different interpretations of like what he could be talking about, whether it is like maybe just a woman who like um seems to like tell lies about what she's feeling or uh, from our feminist perspective, she's just living her life and the other people need to get over it. <laughs> um, or if it's like this like evil supervillain or 
um, just spy or something, whatever it is. Um, I feel like there's lots of different stories that could come out of this, and I'd love to hear other people's perspectives on it. So definitely write in if you have a um, like narrative for the, the woman who's on the loose in the song. Um, so then in terms of like musical analysis, what do you think of like the sort of groovy um, guitar playing sound? Like I know he compared it almost to Fleetwood Mac-ish. Is that like, what did you think of those comparisons? Um, I don't know about the Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac because I, I've only listened to a couple of songs. I don't mm-hmm. personally hear this, uh, but... I like that part really very <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah, it sounds um, amazing. Are there other like musicians that remind you of this song, or other songs you've heard, either One Direction or other whatever? Uh, what you uh, you've, you've already said. Uh, what I feel like. I checked mm-hmm. it before today, and it's uh, actually just the same beat, exactly the same beat in the same tempo. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. That drum, uh, drum beat. It's. I think it's exactly the same. I want to put them yeah. over each other and listen. Yeah. That'd, that'd be interesting. Maybe I'll do that and like see what but it sounds it l- like. Yeah, but I, uh, in order feeling, um, there's uh, focuses on on the drums and on the uh, shakers and on uh, the uh, bells sounds. And here mm-hmm. we have that strong guitar that uh, covers uh, the the beat. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. So there's like the same beat and tempo, but like s- different instruments that like become the focus of it. Yeah, um, that's really cool. Um, this is why we need more people who can like listen to the musical aspects. So it's not just me trying to make gu- wavy guitar sounds. <laughs> 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 um, uh, and then there's also the acoustic version of this. What did you think of that? Um, because like that was on the Target edition, and I didn't have it for a while. And then one of our lovely listeners sent it along to, to <laughs> us in the in the in the group, which yeah. was very exciting. That um, was, but yeah. So I listened I, I listened to it for the first time today. So yeah. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> I, I've got the the file uh, from exact same source. Uh, but I've listened immediately <laughs> because uh, yeah, I, I have to. Uh, yeah. The acoustic version is what I expected it. it uh, what I expected uh, the studio version to sound more like, mm. because uh, it's more raw, and yeah. uh, uh, the vocals are uh, like more passionate. No, they are not so polished like, uh, mm-hmm. like in this version, like the classic version. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, you go ahead. (laughs) It's uh, like it's acoustic version. It sounds more like um, the live version I I was uh, so used to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's there's that. Yeah, I agree. It's like I was surprised how stripped back it was. Like it almost sounds like you're listening to a song that hasn't been finished yet. Not just like an acoustic version, but like a version that. Like, is the acoustic version before, like, some other things have been, like, added on? Because, like, the Flickr acoustic definitely sound, like, sounded completely finished. So, like, there was that beautiful, mm-hmm. um, like, strings. And this one, like, sounded really good, but it almost sounded like it wasn't, like, yeah. completely 
done yet almost and it has that like very raw feeling that you said yeah. especially like the background vocals where he's like she's come and she's come and like um like those things uh like it mixed in were interesting but i love that you could hear his voice like yeah. and it did remind me of the live version a lot because it was much yeah. more stripped back and I like the fact that uh, in the acoustic version we hear uh, shakers. Uh, yeah. Again, I, I, I love Made in AM so much and I love what a feeling and it uh, reminded me about that song even even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And do you think you're, like, when you listen to the song, are you going to listen to both versions or just, like, the acoustic or just the studio version? I think I'm gonna listen to both, uh, and the live version I still have on my phone. I, I yeah. love the song in any version. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Then if you can like, that's a good way to like instead of just having a song more than once on a playlist because you want it to come up a lot. Like you just have three different versions, so then yeah. you'll get to listen to it a lot. Yeah. Although I find when I make playlists. Like, songs do not shuffle properly. Like, it'll end up with, like, yeah. ten songs on the same album, like, in a row. I'm like, isn't there a way to, like, make sure that this doesn't happen? Because then I have to go in and, like, sort them into a better order than they're in. It's yeah, so annoying. Yeah, that still doesn't work, yeah. So frustrating. It happens to me. It happens to me a lot. Yeah, I'm like, so. it should just be, like, one, then the other. One artist, if, like, I have two artists together in a playlist, I want it to be, like, one, then the other, one, then the other. Not, yeah. like, six of one, six of the other. Like, <laughs> exactly. it's not the same. And then you think, like, wait, is this actual shuffle? Like, what's going on? Um, so, yeah. yeah, having different versions of the same song is a good idea. Um, yeah, because I want to, I definitely want to, like, listen to all three next to each other. The live version that I initially had, the like studio version and the acoustic and like if I hear them all like straight after each other to sort of see which one I like the best or like mm. you know if I want to continue to listen to all of them because like that was like with like perfect the stripped down version I don't think I ever really listened to it that much just because like I had the other one already like in in the album playlist and whatever so like then you forget to listen to them so yeah, but that's like more proactive. So nice. I yeah. don't like that version. Yeah, it, it's like it ends up like because it comes out later, like at a different time, you don't remember necessarily to play it, and then yeah. um, so being proactive about putting the other versions <laughs> in is a good idea. Yeah. Um, and the acoustic think version, it, the acoustic version is also uh, a bit slowed down, so it mm. uh, it. Uh, if the uh, studio version, the uh, normal studio version, uh, will not fit your mood, maybe the acoustic one will. That's so true. It's like Harry's Ever Since New York. Like, the live version yeah. is so much faster and upbeat than the studio version, which is so, like, <laughs> such a different mood. So um, different. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's a, that's a good point. Whatever one, whatever mood you're in. You could have, like, a soft song playlist and then, like, an upbeat, like, get ready playlist and they could both work in different ways yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. do you think this will be a single ever or do you think like it should be a single or would do well as a single I hope it will be eventually I mean I've been loving the song for so long and mm-hmm. I think it would I'm not sure if it would work well 
right now, but uh, when I first listened to the song, I um, it reminded me of um, pop radio when uh, I was listening to mm, when I was little. Yeah. So it it, it fitted more uh, like the past decade. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it uh, it would play well on the radio now, but I don't mm-hmm. really know what 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 is good for the radio and what not. Yeah, me too. I know we always like we said, oh, this town won't do well on radio, and then it did so well on yeah. radio. So I'm bad at predicting as well. Does too much for us play on the radio where you are? Um, I don't listen to the radio that much, but yeah, no, I have heard a different uh, different solo uh, boy stuff on the radio, but but not this this song. Mm-hmm. I have heard this town once. I mm-hmm. think, but um, yeah, well, I haven't already yeah. heard the. Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to know. If too, I want to know if too much for a- to ask is doing well because I'm not in the U.S., so I don't know how it's doing well there. Plus, I don't really listen to the radio in general, and I don't really have access to the U.K. radio because I don't have a car, <laughs> um, or like a like a radio <laughs> machine <laughs> thing and I guess you can listen online but if I'm just going to use my phone I'm going to listen to what I want to Exactly. so I don't know like how it's doing but I knew slow, I know Slow Hands did really well on radio um, so like I could picture maybe On the Loose being like next summer single or something because it feels like you know too much to ask is definitely like a slow autumnal, autumnal like wintry yeah. song and then, but like on the loose doesn't feel wintry. It definitely feels like, you know, spring, summer. So perhaps he could bring it out. Because like Slow Hands did really well and it feels like it semi fits in that sort of area. So I don't know. I could see that. I definitely want the music video to be like some secret agent something going on. Yeah, um, that would be amazing. Like, or like evil villain type thing. Maybe it could be like in a movie coming out. You know how songs end up being yeah. like on a soundtrack. That would be really cool. Yeah, that would be. Um. Uh, it would be nice uh, to finally see uh, see uh, Niall uh, playing uh, like sort of uh, James Bond figure. Yes! Oh my God! Especially all the way back when we had that James Corden thing where he was. He did the James exactly. Bond imitations. Yeah. And, of course, Louis has to be, like, the cat or whatever because <laughs> um, no, he was an excellent cat. cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was so good. Such good times. Um, I can always rewatch that James Corden, like, the tattoo roulette and the <laughs> volleyball things. They're, like, good any yeah. time of the day, of yeah. the year, of <laughs> a lifetime. Um, exactly okay so how would you rate this song out of 10 uh 10 (laughs) you give it a 10 um (coughs) I'm still not used to the uh, studio version like yeah the the moves bug me still it's so (laughs) out of tune I'm not so sure about it so maybe like 9.9 9.9 out of 10. <laughs> you got to take that little part off for yeah. the, the production sound. Yeah, I totally get what you mean. I think Niall's album in general has, like, and I was saying this on our Flickr episode, there's definitely, like, I don't know if it's just his voice. I, I'm not sure what it is. Maybe it's that there's not enough, like, 
you know, different things that he does with his voice on the album, where, like, if he did more falsetto, or if he had, like, Harry on Harry's album, he does falsetto, he does screaming, he does high notes, low notes, and, like, it's not like uh, every line doesn't sound the same. Like, if you listen to Taylor Swift's new album, there is dynamic stuff, but some of the verses are very sort of the same note and very talky, and I feel like sometimes that happens in some of Niall's songs. Like I was saying with Paper Houses, like I love the chorus, but some of the verses are very kind of same note, and it doesn't make it as interesting. Um, And like, I feel like mm, like that type of thing it almost to me sounds like a bit like infinity kind of like with the production sounding where like I didn't love the production on infinity because like it took away from <laughs> the rawness of their voices yeah. um and then it almost sounds like that happens to some of Niall's songs as well yeah, I don't know it, if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's my, it's my <laughs> perfect sense it's like uh they, uh, the live versions are so much more dynamic and his voice mm. is, um, <laughs> is free uh, yeah. and he can do whatever he wants and the, on the album he's like uh, let's take the, the, like the production team was like let's take it uh, down a notch and uh, just do a straight up clean version like Mm-hmm. not like super <laughs> controlled and yeah. like have to get every because like I know I remember Niall saying like they would perfect it so that if you like heard a guitar like a hand brush against the guitar string they would redo it so you wouldn't hear that so it would be like perfectly clean which I think like takes away from yeah. it being like like live music like on Harry's album especially from the dining table you can hear all those sounds of the hand hitting the guitar and it sounds so good and so live because of it. Um, but you don't yeah. get that on Niles, which is definitely, like... Uh, That's a shame. Like, yeah, it is. It is. It's yeah. a very, like, clean sound. Almost, like, airbrushed, almost, it sounds like. Yeah. Someone, like, airbrushed the album. Um, yeah. But, and it's flattened, it's yeah. flattened it all out mm-hmm. for me. It, it would be much more... Yeah, uh, in full dimension, if they haven't uh, edited the, all that uh, extra noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Um, like I, even comparing on my own, like on my own is one of my favorite ones from his album, and I love, I love it. But when he does it live, he changes notes in such a cool way. Um, yeah, and I feel like. Well, when you do live versions, you often change notes. Like we see that with Harry all the time. But it's almost like you know they still needed to change some more notes in the studio versions and then change even more in the live versions, you know? Um, Like, just to mix it up even more, like, make things more dynamic, I guess. Yeah. Um, Do you have a favorite? uh, Oh, I forgot to give my rating. I'd probably give this, like, uh, maybe, like, an 8 or a 7.5. I don't know. I mean, I I, I do really like it. Maybe an 8. I don't. I don't know. We were we were rating Kiwi <laughs> yesterday though, and giving it like an eight point two, an eight point five, just because all the sexist stuff in it. So uh, I do love the. I like the superhero thing that we've come up with to sort of get rid of that in this song. So eight. I don't know. Maybe an eight. But I like. I, I like. I like Kiwi a lot better than this song, just because like Kiwi is amazing. Um, but like, okay. it's like I need a Nile scale and a Harry scale. Like it's not the same <laughs> exactly. scale, you know. 
So, like, so on, in terms of Nile, yeah, like, but for me, like, Slow Hands would be a 10. Like, I loved that. Or, like, On My Own. So, like, this one, maybe, like, an 8, I guess. Yeah. Uh, My rating is 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 uh, just uh, I'm just ignoring all the sexist stuff and I'm uh, <laughs> talking about strong independent women. And yes. this is it to me, and that's why I'm rating it I so, know. so high. Yeah, I, I feel like we totally can look at these songs from the women's perspective and like forget that it's written by like some guy and be like, you know what? She is an awesome woman. She's doing what she wants. She doesn't care about anyone else's perspective. You know, she's living her dream, and everyone else can go, like, go bye-bye. So I agree <laughs> with you. Sometimes you have to, yeah. like, you know, take it for what how you want to interpret the art rather than, like, how someone created it, you know? Yeah. Um, which is, like, how I listen to, like, Carolina. Like, I don't like listening to Carolina thinking about what Harry wrote about it and, like, the sexist <laughs> things about, like, calling someone a good girl. I like to think about it from my own perspective and, like, have my own, like, viewing of the art rather than, like, the the fact that he made the art type of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and that way you can enjoy songs more. Because I do like this song. I really like On the Loose. And I like that narrative we came up with of, like, the, either the woman who knows what she wants or, like, the evil villain who's, like, or, like, you know, badass spy who's, like, doing her own thing. I think those are really cool, like, narratives. Um, so, yeah. And it, it definitely is one of my favorite songs from the album. Um, do you have a favorite lyric from this song? Uh, let me look at it. Um, I don't know. I know, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe her her eyes could burn down the room. I like yeah. that one. Either that Pretty cool. or... Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, sh- uh, she loves the way they all crawl back uh, when she says yeah. she loves nobody else but you. That's, uh, that, that is a pretty cool line. That That whole verse is very, like, cool. Like... She loves when everybody's watching. She knows the way her body moves. Like, it's very, like, she's powerful and she's in control. Yeah. I like uh, that. Okay, anything else? Final thoughts on the song in general, on On the Loose, or, like, solo Nile, or Nile performing live, or anything like that? Uh, I wish uh, this, the album versions were... Uh, more like the uh, live versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe he'll do a release of, like, a live version album. Like, lots of artists have done that before. I know Ed Sheeran did it. And then, like, past artists definitely did it. Um, yeah. or Or, like, just when he performs at, like, shows where you get better audio. Because, like, when he performs at big stage shows and, like, it's someone from the audience filming, it's not going to be as good quality. But, like, if you have professional filming or it's, like, at some of those, like, small radio, like, little venues he's done, and then you can get those versions and, like, put them on because then it'll be live. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. On the road, he could do uh, the same thing as Harry and release a whole... uh, another... A documentary with all the performances. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Have you watched it? No, unfortunately not. I think I'm gonna watch it after this. But have you seen him with the with the baby? 
I saw the gifts. I want to see like I want to see what like the context is. I haven't seen the video yet, but I saw like the images and stuff. So cute. But that looks amazing. Um, and I haven't even watched Niall's um, Apple Music documentary. Does he? Did you watch that one? No, I haven't either. <laughs> I'm, I'm so behind on all this. It's because I want to like record my like live whatever with when I watch the Nia one so I'm like I have to be like ready to record at the same time as watch not just like while I'm like eating lunch and watching because you can't really chew and record yourself because it's not (laughs) great quality um but yeah so I'm gonna so because like that one might have some of the live songs but like higher quality I don't really know I don't know what to expect from that so but I'm I want to watch the the Harry ones because that'll be cool um and then, uh, how about just like, what have you been thinking of Liam's solo stuff? We haven't really talked too much about him on this episode. <laughs> just trying to like gather our listeners' opinions on everyone. I'm not a huge fan of 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 his song, but I I enjoy them. I uh, actually really like uh, uh, Bedroom Floor. It's mm-hmm. yeah, um, it. Uh, it clearly isn't a song that was completely uh, from scratch written uh, written by him. Like you can hear mm-hmm. it, it's it's a Charlie Puth song, definitely. What What do you mean? Uh, it it sounds uh, it's very much uh, in the style of of Charlie Puth's uh, other. Oh 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 other oh! I, okay yeah, yeah yeah. I get it. Yeah. I, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Um, I know that. Yeah. So wait, he wrote together. it with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he wrote it with them. Yeah, I don't know too much about it. I haven't yeah. done my research. It started with uh, it started as a as a Charlie song, but then they collaborated and perfected it and released it uh, with okay. uh, with yeah with Liam. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I like. We still have to discuss that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we we haven't mentioned it at all yet. Um, but don't worry, I'm going to have a Liam Stan come on the show and talk about it with me so that <laughs> we get, like, good. some good commentary on it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I like that. I'm not a huge fan of, of, of Strip That Down. I like mm-hmm. more uh, Get Low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm going to support him anyways, no matter what he's, uh, yeah. what, what he's going to put up. But yeah, yeah, like uh, like Tishy said uh, on the last episode, I wished he uh, went uh, on um, in the direction of uh, uh, like uh, bluesy, bluesy stuff, R and B, mm. and that yeah, that that genre, and not yeah. this pop, mainstream pop, uh, current sound. It will get old really quickly. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like Michael Bublé could have been a good, like, yeah. like I love Michael Bublé stuff, and it is that bluesy stuff, but then, like, throw in more of, like, an R&B twist to it, and then it sure. could be really interesting. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm, like, I'm always saying, like, well, maybe there'll be other songs I like on the album, like, even more, you know? Like, we haven't gotten any, like, ballad-type stuff, so... Um, you know, there might be other stuff that I latch on to more. Yeah. Um, we'll need the Christmas album. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I agree. Are there any yeah. big Christmas albums coming out this year? I feel like I need another one. 
Like, um, where, like, where's Sam Smith and Adele with their Christmas albums? Like, they would do ah, so Christmas. well. Yeah. That'd be so good. They both have such big voices. I want Christmas albums from both of them. Yeah. Uh, maybe next year. Maybe. Um, maybe they should record it together. It would also that would be really cool. That literally, do you know how many albums <laughs> that would sell? I feel like that would just like blow every other <laughs> record out of the water. Like yeah. so many people would buy it. It would be insane. Um, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's our discussion uh, today on the loose and everything. Um, let us know what you guys thought of it in your storylines. Um, moving on into recommendations. Um, let me see what I can recommend today <laughs> because I did not prepare anything as usual. Oh, you know what? There's been a ton of music that has just come out. Um, I recommend listening to Walk the Moon's new album. I've only listened through the 11th song so far, but, um, there's a number of really good songs that I'm liking. Um, and, um, like, the song Headphones actually reminds me somewhat of, like, Louis' style. Um, like, very kind of, like, the bluntness that he's talked about in, like, songwriting. Like, how he just yeah. wants to, like, straight up say things. Um, I thought that reminded me of him. Um, so I recommend that. And then Taylor Swift's album, I know a lot of people have different mixed opinions on it, um, but I've liked Endgame. I've, I liked, um, what's it called? I Did Something Bad, uh, yeah. This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things, and New Year's <laughs> Day, I really like that one too. So have you listened to Taylor's album? Yeah, and I'm kind of conflicted. I'm yeah. not sure if I like it or not, but yeah, uh, those songs, except uh, what was the first one? Uh, I like most of the songs. You, yeah, I don't like the game at all. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> those other three were 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 really really nice. I like those, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure about it. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to, like, listen multiple times to, like, get it in my system to, like, get used to it more. Um, I think there's definitely, like, songs I like and songs that are just, like, okay for me. Um, so, yeah. Um, is there anything else I have to recommend? I don't think so. Do you have a recommendation today? Uh, yeah. Uh, I have been obsessing over uh, Muna uh, over the last couple of days. Uh, they yes, I've seen support. that on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they were supporting uh, Harry on on his tour, and uh, I highly recommend uh, checking their album. Uh, it's called About You, uh, mm-hmm. and um, if you can listen to it uh, without any distractions, like uh, alone in a dark room or uh, going back home on a bus, like Ali did. Like mm-hmm. putting all your attention to the lyrics and uh, yeah, sing that all in. I was in love with that first. I listened to it from back to back, and it mm-hmm. was quite a journey. I really liked that uh, album. That sounds so good. I remember Kara and I listened like a little bit one time when we were driving, but we didn't really get to like fully listen to it. And then I've never really listen to it besides like one or two songs so I feel like I definitely need to take this advice and like you know like get myself in like a a zone to listen to the whole album because like I really like who they are and they performed so well so 
Yeah, I'm sure like listening to the lyrics in depth would be really good. Yeah. Yeah, especially everything is is probably my 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 favorite song from the album, and loudspeaker. Okay, cool. Really speak loudspeaker. to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm definitely gonna have to listen now. Um. Yeah, so let us know if you guys have any feedback on the show. Um, what do you want to hear Harry perform at the Victoria's Secret Secret Fashion Show? I hope to God Harry is actually performing and <laughs> doesn't seem to get kicked out. Um, and then, of course, Louis's new song. I can't wait to be able to discuss that when the studio version comes out. So let us know what you think so far of that and on your all your thoughts on on the loose and like how you deal with like the sexist perspective versus like trying to come up with your own narrative and like how you balance all those because it seems like something we constantly have to do when we're discussing songs that are not as uh intersectionally feminist as we wish them <laughs> to be um but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to episode 118 of Talk Direction. You can go follow us um, on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can visit our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, or our Instagram, where we post pictures. And I've posted a number of pictures from my Harry concert, and that is just Talk Direction. Um, and you can follow me individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kesha, where can they find you? You have a number of awesome accounts and things <laughs> you do online, and you have a blog and all yeah. of that good stuff, and I highly recommend everyone <laughs> to follow her. So let us know where you can find, us, yeah. find you. Uh, I'm going to plug everything I have. So, uh, first, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's uh, Kesha underscore uh, PL. Uh, it's spelled K-E-I-S-H-A underscore PL. Uh, the same goes, uh, I have the same um, uh, at, at uh, Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you can follow uh, my uh, fan account that I have. Uh, it's Harry as cows, uh, yes. and, it's, uh, and it's cows with a Z. It's, this is so much fun. This is the r- most ridiculous thing I have ever done, <laughs> but I'm enjoying putting <laughs> out new stuff every day. This is so much fun. And literally, like you're, you're y- y- yeah. <laughs> so pretty <laughs> much what. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to say please send me your favorite uh, Harry pics or any cow you, you you have stumbled upon on the internet I need the challenge I want to, to, to up my game honestly you're so good at it so pretty much like there's either like I don't know which side it always comes from but she lines up a picture of Harry and a picture of a cow and like so that they're like the same, like, Harry as cows. Like, you know how there's all the different accounts, like, Harry as breakfast foods, or Harry as this, or Harry as that. This is Harry as cows, and, like, honestly, you don't know what you're missing until you follow this. Like, it's amazing. Um, I love getting my cow pictures every day, and the other day I, like, scrolled all the way back to make sure I liked every single one of them, so that, like, I think you probably got a whole bunch of likes from me all at once, <laughs> but I was like, Absolutely. I gotta make sure I've, I've liked them all, because they're all so cute. Um, I really yeah, appreciate you, that. Yeah. 
Yeah, you've done a really good job with that. Thank you. Such a great joy (laughs) to have on my timeline, for sure. I got to send you some more pictures that I want to be uh, converted into cow or converted (laughs) into hairy form, one or the other. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter what, what, which way. I'm, I'm gonna gonna try my best. You're flexible. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, did you want to promote anything else? Uh, yeah. Uh, like you have you've said, uh, I have a blog. It's unpolished Kesha. Uh, please spell it out for me because I'm so bad at telling English. Uh, uh, it's let on WordPress. Yeah, it's unpolished. Hold on, let me. Yeah, let me get it up on um on Twitter. It's just is it linked on your um Twitter? Yeah. Let me see. Um, uh, where? Are, okay, it's U N P O L I S H E D K E I S H A. So un polished Kesha and we'll, we'll link it on the Twitter um so you can find her but uh yeah um and what do you write there um I write about everything I write mostly about my life but uh it's uh very often uh intertwined with my um thoughts about One Direction because I'm <laughs> living a very uh, a life uh, one Direction seems life, so, uh, oh, so obviously that's I'm so gonna true gonna and beautiful. <laughs> I love that. That's, I'm that's gonna me write too. About that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, Honestly, and I, I I just want to say I love your blog so much, and it's like Aww. definitely one of those things like you read, and it's so relatable, and like I feel like you're really truthful to yourself, and that's the type of writing that I can connect with because then you like can connect with your own life and it. Um, plus, like, all your fun One Direction things are awesome, and your interpretations of, like, it was, like, when you were doing your, like, what do Harry's songs mean before the album came out, and, like, I loved all of what you did for that, so definitely, yeah. definitely go check out her blog, because she's awesome. Thanks. Thank you. And <laughs> that wouldn't happen if it wasn't for the lovely community around your podcast, because I was uh, I was uh, uh, encouraged by by uh, a lot of people from I met through through your Twitter, and yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. Honestly, we have the nicest community. If you're not a part of the Talk Direction community yet, come over and join us because um, we want to hang out with you and talk to you over there. And we have a group chat as well. Um, that a lot of people are part of. So if you want to join the group chat, just hit up hit us up on Twitter and be like, hey, can you add me to the group chat? And I will add you. You have to make sure you have your like ability to be added to a group chat on, though, because some people don't, and then I can't add them. Um, but yeah, come join our community, because I feel like we're a bunch of loving human beings who are cool and talented and intelligent and feminist, and everyone is welcomed over there. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then, uh, of course, patreon.com slash talk direction. Last episode, Karen and I went over all the new, like, Patreon levels and, um, like, the cool things that are going to be up in there. And we've told you that we're catching up on our TDDLs and putting out about, like, 10 TDDLs, which are, like, the talk direction download episodes, which are an extra half hour of content of podcast episode. We're putting out about, like, 10 in the next two weeks. So, 
get ready for it. Um, and if you join, like, whenever, you'll get every single episode we've ever put out, which is, like, hours upon hours of extra content. So if you're interested in listening to us babble more about One Direction, um, you can find that uh, over at patreon.com slash talkdirection. Um, you can also rate and review and subscribe on iTunes as well as on SoundCloud. And there's a SoundCloud app um, so that you can listen on your phone. Um, anything else that you want to say, Kesha, before we go? Um, um, what I wanted to say, uh, it's been a pleasure. I'm so happy you've had me on an episode. Oh, yeah, this is so lovely. My life is so I much honest- better with your episode, uh, with, with your podcast, honestly. That is so sweet. Honestly, like, I'm so happy we met you too. I feel like... You're just such a kind person, and I feel like even though that we don't know each other in person, like, I knew you so well online, and having you on the podcast has been amazing, and you've just been so, so good at it, and, like, rolling with all the punches, and, like, all the technical things that were going on <laughs> in the beginning before we started, roll- <laughs> like, recording, we had to, like, keep re- reconnecting <laughs> on Skype and stuff, and it was a little bit of a mess, but you were so awesome about it, um, and you've just done such a good job, and, and I love, like, hearing all your opinions on On the Loose, because I knew you were such a big fan of the song, so I'm glad we got to talk about this song. Um, but yeah, thank you, thank you for so much for coming on. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. No, you hang up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, this yeah. has been so great, and I'm so glad we could finally do this. Um, and yeah, that's it. So I'm Caitlin, and I'm Kesha. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for episode 119. Bye.